Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today Members Podcast on Friday the 13th of October. Friday the 13th it is, and Friday the 13th is seeing a touch of horror in the stock market. It's not that bad. We are down 40 points. We obviously had that CPI number last night in the US, and it was a touch higher than expected. Headline number plus 0.4%, consensus was plus 0.3%. That's still down from 0.6% in August, and the year-on-year number unchanged at 3.7%. Expectations had been 3.6%. The core number was up 0.3% in line with expectations, and the year-on-year number 4.1%, which was down 0.2% from August. So progress is still being made, but the market didn't like it, and it hasn't been enough to continue this four-day rally in the bond market. We had hoping, we had hoped, we've all been hoping that we'd finally seen the peak on bond yields, but as you'll see, have a look at the 10-year bond yield in my section. It shot up yesterday, 13.7 basis points, two-year up 8.2 basis points and is back in uptrend. Other impacts last night included, you've probably seen the US dollar up 0.71% and the Aussie dollar smashed down 1.56%, 63.13. US dollar going up is not good for commodity prices, although the impact overnight was limited. Oil price was up and down depending on which one you look at and not by much. Metal prices were mixed. Nickel price was up, the rest were down. Down, not by much. And BHP in Rio down 1.46 and 0.84% in the US overnight. Having said that, BHP is up 0.4% today and is one of the few top 20 stocks along with Fortescue Metals up 0.2%. There is hope for a meaningful Chinese stimulus announcement at some point and I haven't seen what the iron ore price has done intraday. It was down 0.75% overnight but maybe it is rallying during the day today. So resources okay today. The rest of the market down 40. Futures this morning were down 58. So we're not doing too badly compared to that. So I'm not sure the whole thing is off, but it certainly stopped us in our tracks for a moment there. There were ideas busting out everywhere. But for now, in the active portfolios, still sitting there, not doing anything in cash in BHP, Macquarie and the strategy portfolio. So a bit dead in the water, really. If you read The Economist stuff after the CPI number, it's not too horrific. Progress is still being made on inflation. One economist points out the obvious, saying it's going to be a bumpy road getting on top of inflation. But I haven't bought the banks as a dividend strip ahead of the results season. Have a look at the chart in my section. It really is a small range the the sector is trading in. It has been going sideways. It's not got momentum running into into these results yet, so not jumping in. This Hamas-Israel conflict is likely to blow up, sorry, bad word, Uh, likely to escalate with Israeli defense forces launching a land-based invasion on Gaza. So expect that to continue to sustain a level of financial market uncertainty, although we pretty much ignored it this week. It could ramp up. I noticed a few economists, you might remember I did that podcast last week with John Abernathy, who's an economist and value investor, and 
he was pointing out, economists seem to see everything in the or in terms of debt and servicing debt. And there's an economist, Paul Krugman, also a Nobel laureate, and he's ringing the alarm bells on the huge cost of servicing US debt as interest rates go higher. And after decades of money printing, there was also a rather poorly attended bond auction and a huge bond auction timetable ahead that everyone's worried about. There will be limited demand, so they'll have to push the yields up. Anyway, Paul Krugman ringing the alarm bell, which is what John Abernathy was also saying. We don't really have much of a problem here compared to the US and Japan, but the money printers have a big problem if interest rates go up any higher. And that long term would be negative for their currencies as well. But they can keep printing money if problems appear, but it is clearly grinding on the economists, but it's been grinding on them since the GFC and hasn't come home to roost yet. Other stuff, you'll see more stock commentary in the newsletter over the last week. Oliver and myself are finding the time finally to turn our attention to stocks rather than just being overwhelmed and doing strategy. So you'll see some stuff today and yesterday on CSL, Domino's, Star Entertainment today. You'll have to swallow your ethics to buy that, but it is bottoming. And the average broker target price is 52% above the current share price. No yield, PE 19 times. Earnings going nowhere, down 72% this year. So a recovery trade, not a quality stock. US results season coming up tonight. JP Morgan, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, all all, uh, perform, all announce results before the market open tonight. So the results season is usually a positive. Let's see how it gets going. It's the big investment banks first this week and next week. And then we get into big tech end of next week and the week after. Let's see if we can get another trade out of AI. Hey, Goldman's was writing up the big tech stocks positively ahead of the results season, put a, put a buy recommendation on NVIDIA. Let's see if that's a catalyst for the market. If bond yields can't be, then maybe earnings will be. Finally, have a look at the bottom of my section for some interesting moves in our industry. Steve Johnson from Forager intending to close his listed investment company structure. I won't run through it, but not Steve's fault, but it's trading at a big discount to NTA. And it's a bit of an industry thing at the moment after three years of going nowhere. Investor interest in the stock market has dribbled away quietly for three years and it's causing some consolidation in the funds management and other industries. And the other development today is state bidding for self-wealth. A whole bunch of platforms have built up in Australia for people to be able to trade the stock market on skinny margins. And those platforms aren't making money. Their client bases are quietly evaporating and consolidation is clearly coming. The stock market industry or the stock market platform industry has built itself to service the COVID hordes who have disappeared. So consolidation coming, consolidation happening. And there we go. Chinese CPI and PPI numbers today. No one's really interested in those. Not much else going on. I'll be back tomorrow with a weekend email. As I leave you, market quietly recovering from having been down 74. We're now down 35. As I say, resources leading a bit of a round. Interest rate sensitive sectors are down. The REITs have turned turtle. They were having a good run on this peak rates narrative. Anyway, down 1.65% today. Not really a 
a trading sector, but possibly a few people taking a few profits made this week. We've got a bit of lithium form happening. We've bought Allchem in the ideas portfolio. It's up 3.1% today. Linus up 1.9%. Patriot Battery Metals up 1.2%. So lithium stocks coming back. Pilbara Minerals up 2% today. Mineral Resources, which we've also bought up 1.2% today. And there we go. You have a fabulous day. I'll be back tomorrow.